0: Welcome to Up The Town, the show that unites the worldwide Wrexham fanbase. From the doors of the turf to the shores of the Pacific, we give you maximum effort to bring you the passion and pride of the Red Dragons like never before. This is Up The Town, the ultimate celebration of Wrexham AFC. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for joining up the town. It has been a little while since I've talked to everybody, and I do apologize for that. Life has been uh, a bit hectic, uh, some of it in a good way, uh, some of it in uh, an interesting way. But uh, I'm back, <laughs> hopefully, to get back into the swing of things. And uh, lots uh, lots happened, right? Uh, we've kicked off the preseason. Uh, Wrexham already have two matches under their belt. Uh, some interesting things that have come out, some interesting storylines. I don't think I'm going to talk about it in this episode per se. I probably will talk about that uh, in another episode, which I think will be a little bit more fitting. But this is going to be a little bit more of just a highlight of the first two matches, just a brief summary. I'm not going to do my traditional uh, grading that I would normally do just with so many substitutes and things like that. It would take forever. Just kind of general thoughts. So First off, great to see football back. It has been feeling like ages uh, since uh, I was in Wrexham when Wrexham won the league. Uh, An incredible experience I think uh, none of us are uh, ever going to forget. Uh, And now it's good to see kind of that uh, that, uh, new season and newfound vigor for another challenge. And, uh, you know, before I kind of talk about the... Uh, The preseason, I think the interesting, well, I think it ties into it, right? You know, the whole preseason, I think, is going to be very interesting uh, to see if you get a little bit of a lapse. You know, everything from the documentary for the last, you know, two plus years has been getting out of the National League, getting out of the National League. And now we have international notoriety. Hollywood superstars are coming to Wrexham and they are playing in front of. Crowds of you know over fifty thousand in the U.S. and it is something that I think you have to ask yourself and wonder: Is there going to be a letdown? I, you know, I, I think the greatest thing for us is that Parky is is a phenomenal coach. You know, that is something that that gives uh, gives me hope. I think that he's going to try and keep the lads as grounded and focused as we can. But there is always, always that little bit of trepidation. I think in the back of your mind that goes. You know, with all of this, and then they tee up for the first league match at home. Uh, you know, what is that going to look like, and and are we going to be prepared, and and is there going to be a slow start to the season? I, I hope not. I think the great thing is that we start at home, and and the, and the turf's going to be rowdy and ready to go. So that's a, a big positive plus there. So. You know, that, I, I think that's going to be very interesting, especially with us uh, playing up until I think it's within a week of uh, of our first match at home. I am very excited because I will be at the turf for the second match of the season. I know it's a league cup game; uh, it's not a league game, but it's going to be uh, very exciting. That I'm going to get over there for the second home match of the season. Uh, That was very unexpected. And uh, a project that I'm working on, is taking me over there now. A project that I will talk to everybody about. I just can't right now. I'm very excited about it. And hopefully it will bring me over to that part of the world a little bit more often. And the great thing, hopefully it will be a little bit more free. So I am actually recording this as Wrexham and Man United are about to kick off. I had some time. The kid went to sleep early. And uh, here we go. So I've poured myself a really nice glass. It is from a distillery called Old Elk. For those of you who know, I also do Bourbon with Friends podcast, which is a very popular whiskey podcast. Uh, It is called Old Elk Weeded, and it is phenomenal. For those of you you in the US, pretty easy to find. For those of you in the United Kingdom, I am very sorry. I do not think that they're over there just yet. But if you do come to the United States on a trip, I do recommend going and find yourself a bottle. So I'm going to take another sip real quick. And let's dive in. So, the Chelsea match, first off, phenomenal to see football back. It was great to see the crowd. It was very energetic. It was very exciting. You know, the first half, I think Wrexham had a fairly decent showing. The one thing, and this is something that will probably uh, be a conversation over the first two matches, was speed. And you could tell. Look, the speed of Chelsea was just on a different level. Even with some of the, you know, their younger players, it, it, it was incredible how fast they were. Look, Rexham did have chances; they could have scored, uh, especially in the first half. It wasn't all one-way traffic and absolute domination by Chelsea for all ninety minutes. But as you would expect. Uh, a Premier League side with that quality, of course, uh, it ultimately came through all the way. Uh, Wrexham losing uh, the match, and and you know, I, I look, I'm not, I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm not someone who's going to throw something and be like, oh my god, I cannot believe Wrexham did now. You know, I, you know, there are people out there. I saw some some moaning and groaning on on social media, and it just kind of shocked me to be honest with you, because the, you know, look, Chelsea, even though they finished twelfth in the Premier League, you know, look, Wrexham just just got out of the National League, we've got a ways to go. And I think the the thing that it did is give the fan base, I think, maybe a little bit of a reality check and not in a bad way and not like something, oh, we had it coming, just a little bit of a reality check, right? We've been on a high, everything. It's kind of like that wondering, you know, we have a really good squad. Hey, how good is it? Look, I get it was the first preseason match you get in mid in season with form and 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 momentum and things could could happen. You know you you can be anybody on a one off day, but I think that showed you know the ultimate goal and moving up the ranks. That look, we we are we are way a ways away, and and there's going to be a lot of you know changes in the in the club and changes in in the roster as as we move up the ranks and look hopefully we have that problem very very soon hopefully we have that problem going into next season having to make hard decisions because we have just gotten promoted or won the league again which i think Wrexham are very capable of doing with the squad that they have and i think they'll strengthen and invest if they need to so look not not anything that was crazy but it was really awesome to see all that red uh, in a larger stadium and you know obviously chelsea were also pretty well represented uh, at the match, but overall, just good to see football back. The second match I thought was was interesting because it was kind of the flip side, right Wrexham definitely had more talent going into that match. They should have won the match, uh but they were also playing a team that is mid season, and Wrexham obviously are in the second second match uh of their preseason, and that w- is ultimately where you know you saw a little bit of that on the break. The speed worries me with our back line overall. Uh, you know, obviously, I don't know if we're going to see some of the speed that we saw, especially against Chelsea. You know, the speed that we saw against uh, uh, Galaxy Two is a little concerning because MLS, excuse me, MLS, I do not believe is a very quality league. Uh, very happy to debate anybody about that one. I just, I think it is a very low quality league. I think if you were going to put it up against. Uh, in the English pyramid, I would say it's probably league one or national league le- or league two or national league level, depending on, on the team. Uh, I just do not think that the league overall is very good. Uh, you know, there were some very quick players that, that are there. And I'm not saying there aren't a, your, there aren't good players in MLS, but overall top to bottom, the quality, you know, from an 11, I don't think is there. Uh, you know, I'm watching the man United match and Tozer just got absolutely destroyed. Um, uh, Uh, by speed they haven't scored i I think i'm only just for those of you that will listen you know three minutes and 30 seconds into uh uh the match so look it is it is what it is but it is very worrying i think i saw that from several people and i i mentioned it a little bit earlier was the speed speed issue especially down the middle looks like we're a little slow now is that a product of of uh, midseason mid season form and we just don't have the legs yet. Let's hope, you know, that's, that's something that could potentially be, you know, I could be kind of complaining and moaning about something. That's not even uh, uh, an issue, but I will say uh, Liam McElinden. Uh, just ran down. I, I look. Like, I have no idea. who's playing for Man United outside of Johnny Evans. I don't know anybody. Uh, Liam McElinden just uh, had just ran him down from behind. So when you listen to this, and if you watch the match, you'll kind of know the part where I'm, I'm going. Tozer was that I outpaced significantly, um, and it, it's a worry, right? Like we've seen pace really hurting our our squad, and uh, yeah, I think that that is something that is going to. Uh, be very interesting for us coming into uh, into the season. So going into the match against LA Galaxy, 2, uh, I, you know, I was expecting more. Yeah, you know, I was not. Ex- I was expecting Wrexham to dominate and and force their will. I think they were very unlucky. Uh, you know, uh, the offsides in the first half was not <laughs> offsides at all. Uh, we were onside by a mile. I have no idea how that was. It was really funny. Uh, I was talking to uh, Spencer Harris during the match, and, and I, uh, he said, "Where's VAR?" And I said, "I think they're still on. I think they're still on holiday. I don't think they've come back yet." Uh, look, it, it is what it is, right? I think we were a bit unlucky not to score a goal or two in the first half, uh, and then obviously in the second half, Rexham explode um, with multiple goals and, and put the game put the match away. And I think you just saw the quality there. Overall, I think really all you saw was a team in midseason form uh, and a team that was in preseason. And just a little bit rusty, and then you saw that quality really come through in the beginning or, or towards the end, and it was just you know phenomenal and how they, they executed it and, and kind of dominated the match, like you would expect and anticipate Wrexham two against inferior competition, so overall, you know I, I think that we look decent, um you know it's 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 also hard to say right mentality. Uh, You know, the lads are in L.A. and they're in San Diego and, you know, they're playing in front of a lot of uh, big crowds that maybe they don't otherwise play in. And and so there may be some additional, you know, just kind of distractions and things like that going on. And uh, and it's it's OK. I think that the big thing that we're looking for is the match against Philadelphia. Uh, How we play and come out against Philadelphia is going to be very important because we want to be very crisp and focused and ready to go with uh, the first match within a week after that. Uh, and overall, I think that's just what we have to (laughs) really look forward to. Uh, I am going to get into on another show. Uh, I'll either do that maybe at halftime, uh, of this one, or I will do it, uh, you know, in a day or two or something like that, just because, uh, I, I, there's a lot of conversation about from media and also online about things that are going on within the club. And I'm, I want to talk to them and be respectful and give a Perception. Uh, I know online it's very, very frowned upon to give a perception, especially if you're, you know, you're not from. I've seen a few shut the fuck ups if you don't live in in Rexham. Uh, you know, I, I think it's disenfranchised a few people, uh, especially from an international fan standpoint. Uh, and I think it just I, it needs to be addressed and talked about. And and both sides, you know, kind of seen for both sides and, and understanding the, the growing pains that this club is going to have. Uh, you know, I have also seen some other fans that are talking about, all oh, Wrexham should stay at their level. This is, you know, they're, they're a League Two side. Why are they in America? Because they have a million followers on Instagram, genius. They're a marketable team. They make a lot of money. Uh, they draw crowds. People pay to see them. You know, the thing the biggest difference i think in the american fan and the uh we'll just call it the uk fan is the the business side of sport that the us fan is very accustomed to uh and how it's very much a um a clan feeling or Uh, you know, very much a tie of home to a club, especially depending on the level. And I'm not knocking either view. You know, I think it is it is important to keep specific aspects that, you know, that closeness to a a club or a team that uh, you guys have felt for uh, decades. But there's also the aspect of of growth. And I think that there's a happy median somewhere and there's going to be a lot of growing pains. And I think that that's a very interesting topic to to talk about from, from, from what's going on in the club, especially this summer. You know, I think some of it is boredom. You know, finally we have football back, you know, some of the stuff that people are talking about are just, uh, just, just have to, to kind of get some frustration out with not a lot to to do in the summer. And I get that. So, uh, but football is back, uh, very excited for that. And, you know, I'll probably do another one of these kind of just short little wrap up, uh, uh, podcasts for, uh, Man United and Philly, just to kind of wrap the tour up. But I'm very excited to be going over on the 8th. Uh, I will be at the turf. Uh, you will find me at the bar somewhere after 3 p.m. Uh, before the match, I had an extra day to kill. And then I'm off to Scotland for some business. Uh, but I did get to be able to stop down and go to the match. I'm really, really hyped about that and cannot wait to be at the turf again and see a bunch of you all lovely people. Uh, a lot of friends that I've made in the area and just to be able to get back Rexham feels so much kind of like a second home with, with the people I know. And I swear, I, 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 I go to like three places and you know, that's kind of where I stay and I, I meet everybody and I'm actually staying at a new place this time and trying a different hotel, which is, you know, I've even for me now, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. It's throwing me out of my routine you know I'm just being a whiny, whiny little bitch about that, but it is what it is. So, everyone, I am so happy to to be back. I really hope I can stay in the swing of things. I know I said I was going to do a lot of like shows over the summer and interview people, and I had a lot of stuff lined up. But man, a lot of stuff has happened. and there's just so much stuff going on in my personal life working on an amazing project. It's kind of once in a lifetime that you know, if it goes off, uh, it's going to change, you know, my life and my family's life kind of forever. So, you know, I kind of had to prioritize. And then obviously, Bourbon with Friends has been such a big podcast for years for me. And I have a co host there, and we have a lot of brands and stuff like that that support us and kind of had to keep that up. So, unfortunately, this took a little bit of a hit of the wayside, but I've definitely been keeping up every now and then. I've gotten on Twitter and been able to get engaged for a little bit. Uh, if you, um, you know are on social media you haven't followed us please give a follow up the town it's up the town everywhere tiktok twitter instagram facebook and you know engage send a message love to know where people are from love to love to meet new people if you're going to be at the match on august 8th definitely shoot me a, a message and let's have a beer and would love to meet you Football is back, everyone. This is amazing. Uh, as we start to wind up and get real excited for uh, a season of of hopefully promotion once again, as well as the uh, the second season of the documentary, which I cannot absolutely cannot wait for because that is going to be something absolutely incredible. And seeing the uh, the preview for that and knowing how it ends, you know, I just can't wait to see that and and see. Uh, you know, all those incredible moments from, from winning the title. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Up the Town. And that's a wrap for Up the Town. Thanks for joining us and being part of the worldwide Wrexham family. Keep that red dragon spirit alive and burning bright. No matter where you are in the world, remember, it's always sunny in Wrexham. Up the Town.